Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. I don't know if you knew this or not, but May is John Wayne month on cable television. And they show all his movies because uh, May is the month of his birthday. And I'm a John Wayne fan. And most of the movies I like are Western, even though he did a few that were not Westerns that I also enjoy as well. And so this past week in watching John Wayne Week, I came across a movie that I had forgotten. And it's a movie called Three Godfathers. And you might want to look it up and watch it because there's a lot of symbolisms in it based on that older story. John Wayne, along with two other guys, John takes the name Bob, along with two gentlemen named Pedro and William, and they are rustlers, and they enter into a town called Welcome, Arizona, and they happen upon a gentleman there working in his garden, and they begin to talk. His wife offers coffee, and in fact, the wife said, have you seen uh, our relatives who are out there on wagon? They're supposed to be coming in. They said, no, we haven't seen anyone. And towards the end, when they get directions towards the bank, what they intend to rob, the sheriff puts on, or puts on, the gentleman puts on a vest that turns out to be he's the sheriff, and they kind of leave disappointed and, and uh, scared. But yet they go and rob the bank. And in robbing the bank, then, one of them is shot off his horse, and uh, they get away with two horses, three guys on two horses. And as they go out into the desert, uh, the sheriff, along with his men, are after him, takes a shot, and he hits a water jug there that's uh, on the horse there. Uh, the guys don't know that. So they end up being in the desert, and they're trying to find their particular way uh, through, and the dust storm comes, and they lose their horses. So as they come across the desert there, they come to a wagon. And the husband isn't there as he's went off for looking uh, the thirsty horses that were out and about, and he's been gone for days. And a woman's there who's pregnant. She's about to give birth. And so these three guys don't know what to do. Pedro's been married before. He's the only one that knows about kids. He needs to deliver the baby. And so this woman gets help from these three men. They get water from a cacti and help the woman to have birth to a child. And before she's dying, she asked if the three men would take care of her son, this newborn son, and saying, would you be the godfather? And all three men gave their word to this woman that they would make sure the child would get to safety and live a good life. And so the story begins as the woman dies, they bury her, and they have to go in the desert to take her to a place, take the child to a place called New Jerusalem. And along the way, the first person eventually dies from his gun wound. But he holds the baby while he's dying there. And he gives witness that his word means something. Pedro says the same thing too, that my word means something. And as they keep going on in the desert there, he uh, falls and breaks a leg. And John Wayne needs to leave him behind. And eventually he dies on his own. And so John Wayne is the only one that makes it back after a long journey with the child into New Jerusalem. The sheriff finally catches up with him and all. And they hear the story how these three men helped this child. And they were ready to give him a 20-year sentence. But because the promise that he made to this woman meant more, he would not give up the child to the sheriff and his wife since they were related to the, to the woman. And so the judge says, that's exactly what I wanted to hear, that your word meant something. So rather than giving you 20 years, I give you one year and one day. 
and the town rejoices and takes this man that was a wrestler and saw something good in him, and they celebrated with him. It's a powerful movie, but when I was watching it, I was thinking of the church. I was thinking of Pentecost. First of all, John Wayne's playing a bad guy. Boy, that, that's hard to believe, huh? But that, that happens. But these three wrestlers, their job was to rob the bank, and they've been doing that. But isn't the church the home of the redeemed? Isn't the church the home of people who struggle with sin? Because if it wasn't for the church, where would such people be accepted? Isn't that who Jesus came for? Isn't that the sending forth of the Spirit? And one of the first gifts of the Spirit was what? The forgiveness of sin. To say that we don't have to accept people hating one another, people living in selfishness, people killing one another as a way to say, well, I'm not a sinner. The Spirit comes, first of all, to people to know that they recognize they're not fully human at times, but that they need to find a place called home. And if the church is filled with people who are so judgmental, who are so concerned about sin being in everyone's life that they can't look beyond the brokenness and welcome to journey people and say, you have a place, you have a home in the church, then the Spirit doesn't dwell there. And we cannot be a community that picks and chooses who we want to love, who is accepted, who believes like us. And unfortunately, many Christian churches, including the Catholic Church, is seen that way by many people. Perception is truth for people. But also it's true sometimes that not every community is loving. And so... John Wayne and the characters, they do find that there is a redeeming quality in them, even in their sinfulness. The second thing is that these three men made a promise to this woman, and it meant so much that they were willing to keep it, and it cost two of them their lives. Why should we keep our promise? The woman's dead. We'll just go give the child, set it up for adoption. Why would my word mean anything? And yet at our baptism, we all made a promise to love God with our entire being, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Are you seeing a lot of love in our country right now? Are you seeing love and protection and caring for people right now? Or are you seeing something different? Hopefully we do see elements of love and all. But what's also being modeled is we're not loving our neighbor very well. And many times we're loving other people and ideology before our loving God. God comes second to what we think. And that's being modeled right now. And so, how much are you willing to keep your word at your baptism? Well, my parents made it because I was baptized then. Well, of course. When truth is there, we baptize children. Evidence is given in the, in the scriptures. When Peter enters Cornelius' house, everyone, including the children and the slaves, are baptized. Because truth is lived now. I don't know about you, but I work with 14 years old, and some of you have had children 14, and I was once 14, and I'll tell you, I thought I knew everything. A lot of my players who are 14 think they know everything, and they don't. You just don't grow up to 14 and say, today I intellectually believe in Jesus Christ. It's taught from the very beginning. That's what faith happens, and it's shared. And that's how promises are made and kept. The parents promised their child will grow up in the faith being modeled. See, these three men kept their promises because they each witnessed to one another. When they were tempted to say, it's not worth taking this child, we can't go on, I don't want to keep my word anymore, each one dying with the baby in their hand, 
made a witness to the next person who picked up the child and moved on. That's church. That's our faith. The third thing is John Wayne experiences great mercy from the judge. All the judge wanted to hear is, you know what? You don't want to give that child back because you made a promise that you didn't want to break. And the judge saw that and gave him a lesser sentence. And the whole town welcomed this bank robber who just robbed their bank and saying, love covers a multitude of sin. The loving act you did in taking that child redeemed you. That's what the church should be, is a merciful church. Mercy doesn't mean accepting sin and accepting brokenness from everyone, but it's a call to witness to other people of the mercy of God. And that's what the gift of Pentecost is about. One of the first gifts that comes from the Spirit is the ability to forgive sin. And sin just simply means we don't have to accept our world the way it is right now. We can be free from that. How many people say, oh, what a horrible world. This world's going to hell in a handbasket. People are so mean. They yell at me. They're mean to one another. Yeah. But also there is a lot of love too. And I think there's enough Christians, enough to go around, but we need more, who do keep their promises at baptism. To love God of everything and every person. And to love our neighbor as we do ourselves. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 